Hello everyone and welcome to The Open Couch, where there's always a spot for you. I'm your host, Ryan, and today I have a guest, a remote guest. We're going to be talking about a lot of things today, so stick around on this self-isolation day. I'm here with my boy George. Uh, we work on, together. Doug? Yes, we do. And we're again picking up with the whole coronavirus and how everything's been changed how i mean the world as we know it is not what it was two three months ago it's completely different not at all honestly i don't see us going back to normal anymore this is i i honestly don't think so either i think this is a whole experience that most of us have never like even lived through no like uh it's a pandemic. It's a pandemic. Uh, the CDC yeah. and the WHO have classified it as a pandemic. And yeah. I mean, one of the biggest pandemics where we are actually, uh, where we documented uh, significant loss, uh, not to hopefully not to blow this out of proportion, but the, the black plague that, that was huge. Um, was. And that killed a lot of, uh, a lot of Europe. So I don't think that after coming out of this, once, you know, we do have a vaccine, hopefully by next year, that we'll be able to go back to life as normal. It's going to be a little trickle effect, you know, slowly going back into the old ways to what it was. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I I haven't seen you in a while. And of course, we're doing Uh, this remotely. it has. It's been a month since I've seen you, dude. <laughs> how uh, how has this whole pandemic affected you? What's well, new for effect- you? What's changed? What is your life now during this time of pandemic? Well, I'm a college student, so just like many other college students, we were forced. I lived on campus. I was very uh, one of few students who live on campus, so we were basically forced to leave campus. Uh, obviously all uh, universities and colleges their classes have been converted to online so I just feel weird just you know being here like at home and just you know taking on legit like full-on courses that aren't supposed to be online transferred into online courses and it's challenging because um, it's a new experience for most students and the professors too and um Obviously, like, you know, I can't see my girlfriend. My girlfriend lives, like, um, hundreds of miles away. Damn. So I can't go, yeah, I can't go see her. Um, well, I mean, you see, could, obviously. but it's not I, encouraged. <laughs> we, yeah, we, we both made an agreement, like, oh, okay, like, you know, let's not, like, get sick and, like, on the way over there, or on the way back, you know, just right. stay at home. So we've been doing, like, video chats and everything, FaceTime. Uh, and obviously, I don't have a job. <laughs> Uh, jobs like my com- the company I work for shut down. Damn, yeah, that's, like, that's the same. Like uh, the company, well, that I worked for, furloughed all of us. Did they furlough yeah. you, or no, were they just saying you're they, officially fired? No, we didn't even get furloughed. They're just saying the company just shut down. So when huh. it goes back up, we're we're all back. Okay, okay. So so a type of furlough. Uh, yeah, I, I do want to go back um, a couple things you said. Um, you were kicked out of your dorm. How yeah, how, was. how was that process? Like, did they just say, "Okay, uh, everybody, get out"? Or yeah, it was what, it was last minute. It? You know, uh, so 
obviously, you know, the whole situation starting, like the whole Kobe, you know, it's getting bad in China. Um, obviously, this was the time towards the end of winter quarter. So this was about when uh, they were bringing uh, people from Wuhan, China to Marina Valley at the uh, military base. Mm-hmm. And in that time when it spread here in like California and obviously it started getting more worse, they're like, uh, all right, so winter courses are, you know, spring courses are canceled. They're going to be online. And then we're just like, okay, what about housing? Like all the students in housing, can we stay? We're good to go. And they're like, they no response whatsoever. Um, they had a board meeting with the school um, where all st- students are encouraged, uh, whether you're a commuter or lived on campus. And it was just bombarded with on-campus students. And we're just worried because like, you know, it's it safe. The main thing is, is it safe for us to stay here? So like, what you're saying that- is they had a meeting uh, with yeah. the board, the, the, the faculty with, uh, on campus to figure out whether you guys were going to be allowed to stay or not. And you exactly and, and students were encouraged to attend. Yeah. Were and, you allowed uh, to speak? Oh, yeah. They, they had a microphone and everything. Um, OK. And, uh, you know, we had some questions about like, oh, you know, classes, obviously basic general. Those were mainly the commuter students that were concerned about classes. Mm. Then there was us. Um, Cause we're just, cause not everyone that lives on campus is from California or from the area. You know, we got people from true. other states, um, Northern California, they live hours away. Like they, like me, I live give or take 20 minutes away from school, but I live on campus. So whatever happens, I'm kind of fine. Right. Mm-hmm. If it's last, last, no, last, uh, last notice, everything I'm fine. Like I can go home. I can call someone up, pick me up or anything. Right. These people can't. These people, they're just sitting ducks. Like if they get kicked out, then they're basically homeless for who knows how long. What was the time frame when you got your notice to to leave? What, uh, give me a ballpark. I don't know if you Uh, remember the exact date. uh, I I do remember the exact date because it was really hectic. Um, They told us three days. So uh, I was informed on a Wednesday. uh, The last week of... Hold on, let me check my phone. I, I do have the date. Uh, Wednesday, March 25th. Of this so Mar- March 25th. Okay, so not, not, not that long ago, maybe two, three weeks ago. Yeah, two, three weeks ago. Two, three weeks ago. And so at this point, you know, uh, you're, you're saying, you know, these students, some students are, are lucky enough to be like yourself 20 minutes away. But for these other students from other states, Northern California, uh, they're yeah. basically homeless. And with the state of the airports at the moment where not a lot of flights are going out, a lot of flights are being canceled. Yeah. They really didn't take into consideration uh, for these students. It sounds at all. No, I think, I think my school really handled, this has been a horrible year for my school, to be honest with you. Um, my school shut down because of the sand, you know, the winds that were happening. That yeah. The Santa Ana winds. Yeah. Yeah. That were causing the fires in San Bernardino uh, County. Our school closed down five days, uh, not by choice. Uh, California Edison told them to shut down, and the governor told them to shut down. Yeah, so safety school, safety of the students, I assume, right? Yeah, um, mainly mainly the fire, the environment. They, I don't think the government really cared about the students. They're just like, since we live, our school's next to a mountain, mm-hmm. and those mountains were on fire. We're just like, okay, is it safe? The school got canceled. <laughs> um, they lost a lot of money in just that week of school being closed. Then this happens and um, the school loses. I think every school lost so much money or other schools are 
like uh, semester system schools, I think they're done with their school year already um, or about to be done. So they aren't that affected mm-hmm. compared to like schools and quarter systems. So they're refunding they're you for. I got refunded. Oh, okay. Refunded. Okay. Um, if you didn't move out, because they only gave you three days to move out. And if you wow. didn't move out within within that time frame, you didn't get refunded. Wow. And okay. that's, a, that's a lot of students are mad about that. <laughs> so but, um, by move out, they gave you three days to pack everything you brought from home. Utensils, uh, bed sheets, books, TVs, whatever, to get clothes. out of that room. Yeah, within three days. Damn. So how was, how was parking that. with the U-Haul? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm Mexican, so we just had to bring two cars. <laughs> it took me a day took okay. me three hours it took me three hours because i didn't bring that much stuff and um i was just moving quick so i was moving the night before so that wednesday night when we found out i was moving stuff out and getting it ready to just get packed and go mm-hmm. and that thursday morning that's when i finished checking out and all that and then two days later i got my refund um okay not a lot of Pretty not fast. a lot of students were yeah not a lot of students were fortunate enough for that and it's a yeah, good like thing the, I got that ref- Yeah. No, so like the students that were international, just international out of the state. The inter- were, funny thing is, the international students, they let them stay. Like we have a lot of um, Asian American students or people from China. They let mm-hmm. those students stay because obviously they can't go back. See, that's, that's uh, what my mindset was. these international students most of the borders are closed right now so like we can't fly into canada we definitely can't fly into europe and we definitely can't fly into china and you know from my school as well my school had a lot of uh, international students has a lot of international students and for them to just say you know what hey we're kicking you out because we're closing down school because of the coronavirus it's like okay well i can't go home (laughs) because no flights from the u.s are being allowed into china and vice versa yeah it would have from my point of view it would have been better for the universities that have housing to allow those foreign students to stay so that way they're not out on the streets but then of course they would have to pay some sort of rent now you were refunded for your housing or you refunded for your uh classes Oh, no. That's the thing a lot of other students were upset about at our school. We're like, okay, um, obviously tuition covers, like, you know, the gym, uh, services on the school, everything, mm-hmm. right? But if everything's closed and everything's being online, shouldn't we just be charged for the classes, the amount of classes you take? Right. Um, we told the school that, and the school told us to fuck off, pretty much. Honestly, yeah, honestly... I get a lot of bad rep for talking bad about my school, but it's the honest truth. Our school generally does not care about us. There's a lot of bad things. And when you try to expose it, you have the people that work for the school, the students that work for the school, um, defend the school, obviously, um, in their right mind. But, you know, deep down inside, you know, they're not, they're not. I right work for the now. school. What, what do you mean by that? Um, like usually students that work for admissions or um, financial aid, anywhere that deals with the main part of your school not so much students that work like say in the cafe or the library or anything like that like students that work within the administration gotcha 
are the ones defending the school, but for what? Well, uh, I would say probably to maybe secure a position after they graduate. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Um, I know where I could tell you where the fuck they're at home, just like me <laughs> and thousands of every other student. So I guess the one who won that battle was me. Um, but we're all losers here, obviously. Um, oh, yeah. Shout out to 20, class of 2020, right? Uh, digital online graduation. Digital online graduations. That's that's gonna be the future, man. That's you, they're they're gonna call your name and your your face is gonna pop up on the monitor, and <laughs> they're gonna like virtually get, hand you the paper and you get your diploma emailed that very second. A damn. So you're <laughs> you're kicked out of school. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you are. F- taking online classes now through the same university how how is that experience going uh so i start monday but i already got some homework for classes it seems like i've had like i've read like some of the contracts from the classes the syllabus right and some of them are saying um we're not gonna have zoom meetings uh i'm just gonna upload all the assignments um you can go at it you can finish the class within a week Mm-hmm. five weeks how long whatever you take it you know take it at your own pace but be responsible and then i have some classes um that are like oh okay we'll have like a few zoom meetings and then you know you do the things uh what most students uh like myself were concerned about are labs uh, you know you can't make labs online <laughs> right uh, you labs are meant to be uh you know physically showing what you learned in the lectures mm-hmm. um we what major are really... you by the way i don't i don't think i asked oh i'm a i'm a business major uh with a concentration in marketing okay. so not too what, yeah not a hard major what labs are you taking as a business major as a as a right now i'm just taking like a um, service technology so that's just teaching you how to like make uh balance sheets and all that uh, basic stuff for like a business you know um you keep track of the records the payments uh, just everything okay so yeah how how would you say it's that something like that is not uh something you can do online it, it sounds like it's a program you can just run well like for me obviously business majors we can we have the easiest majors out of everyone uh i'm saying like for someone that's a biology major chemistry okay that's major. that's what i was yeah. leaning towards mixing chemicals yeah, yeah. on a screen is pretty difficult <laughs> stuff stu- stuff where you actually have to physically be there i don't have to physically be there so i'm not gonna have too much trouble maybe if i have something wrong with my computer then it's just like oh fuck you you're kind of fucked but as far as like someone that i expect to be my doctor in the future i would want them to be in person right right there's there's so many businesses closing uh, that used to be essential, like uh, yeah, for, for entertainment, not just not just like the gym. You can use that as entertainment, or you know, a, a class yeah. in itself. Uh, but yeah. you also have uh, movie theaters, parks, uh, just anything you used to do before to have fun outside of your house on your free time is practically closed. It's literally exactly go to work, go to school go home if you have now, if you have a job if, if you, you have, have a job. job or if you go to school but now it's literally stay at home 
go to school Don't on your computer. Anything. If your job is not closed, go to your physical job if you're essential. And if not, yeah. you're at home. Yeah. What, let's what let's emphasize doing? that uh, people stay at home. Like, you know, sooner we stay at home, you know, the better it is. You know, if you're going out for essentials, don't go out to Walmart for like, you know, a Kit Kat and a water bottle or a soda. You know, go, you know, get try to fight some, get some toilet paper, um, a <laughs> packet of water, um, See, vitamins. If, vitamins. I went to, uh, I went to fill up my car this morning at uh, Costco. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm really, really glad gas prices are at two bucks. It's it's been a minute, uh, oh, yeah. but the line to get into Costco was ridiculous. It it's it so wrapped around bad. the entire building just to get inside. I I give Costco praise though. I give Costco praise them limiting the amount of people that go in to people yeah. per membership card. I'm I'm a hundred percent okay with that. The less people yeah, inside exactly. the warehouse, the better. Because I know beforehand, right. before all this stuff, like I would go with my entire family. I'd be like six, seven of us just going in, browsing, touching getting things. Getting some samples. Getting, getting the samples. samples. Man, and samples. now it's like, no, two people per card. Go in, get your stuff, get out the way it's supposed to be. But it, it's just, it's ridiculous how many. There was a guy... Um, Costco has those long yellow bed flatbeds that the yeah. the shopping carts dude had them full of water. I'm pretty sure they put a a limit on water and toilet paper and stuff like that. I I think that's everywhere you go now. Everything has a limit per household. But this dude had like he he had the entire bed of that of the flatbed full of water and like maybe two three of them stacked upwards. I I just know there were three stacks. I don't know how many total fit flat on the on the bed but that was just so much water and the worst part yeah. was this dude was trying to fit them into a dodge caravan with eight kids inside well it looked like eight kids so i was like that water is not gonna fit in there like let's be <laughs> honest but like exactly. after that like i did need to go in and get some essentials not like i yeah. wanted to go in a shop I, but i wasn't gonna stand in that line. can't even shop <laughs> you can't and it's cool that they're limiting people going in, but like the line outside the Costco was like, you were standing maybe not six feet apart. Bumper to bumper. Yeah. yeah. You're bumper, bumper to, bumper. to bumper. You're right next to people. So if you're not, I feel like they're trying to do good, but also messing up because if you don't want people yeah. bunching up inside, they're bunching up outside where there's wind. And right now, where I live, it, it's pretty windy. So yeah. if somebody sneezes, like, in front of me, and the wind is blowing towards me, that's going to come to me. So that exactly. six-foot distance isn't going to matter one way or another. It's just ridiculous how many people are just buying, like, stuff just, just for the fuck of it, you know? Um, just because they're scared. Um, let's be clear, people. The media likes to scare us. Simple as that, you know? It's honestly, uh, this is what we have to do. Stay indoors, and if you go outside and you come back home, just go ahead and wash your hands, sanitize it. Um, because yep. you know, you know what I see too. Um, it's a thing that spreads germs too. Obviously, you have people that wear gloves, right? Um, mm-hmm. that are walking out. Another thing, people let the nurses and doctors buy the gloves. I'm so glad that companies are limiting that just for those people that actually need it, the people that are doing work. See uh, what I heard. 
uh, a lot of companies that uh, produce gloves are actually waiving costs and just shipping uh, gloves and masks to hospitals for free because yeah. that's well, just that's it. Like I, I, I am one of those. Well, I went uh, before when we were still working. I went and I actually bought a box of uh, of latex gloves, not just because of the pandemic that was going on. But I like working on my car and I don't like getting my hands dirty. On occasions, I say, fuck it, and I'll just get my hands dirty. But, you know, (laughs) when I'm I'm changing the oil, I really don't want my hands coated in oil because then I can't grip anything. So uh, there are two reasons for it. And in the industry we work in, retail, we deal with money a lot. So I figured I really don't want to be touching money that's been anywhere else. And I did get on you for that. (laughs) I remember that. Yeah. And like I said, in a previous podcast, the amount of titty money I get is ridiculous. So I I didn't want to risk it. But the one thing that I, that I have to stress, and I don't think I said it before, the gloves protect you, not anybody else. So yeah. if you're not wearing gloves and somebody else is, those gloves probably touched a lot of things. Yes. That doesn't mean to. you're safe, okay? Exactly. If you wear gloves, awesome. Grab what you need, put everything in. But when you get home, take the gloves off, sanitize everything you bought. No, it's not, it's not even when you get everything. home. I say, I say you, can have, you should have multiple pairs of uh, disposable gloves in your car because before you get in the car, you take them off because you're touching your steering wheel. And then mm-hmm. the new gloves you have are going to have the old gloves as germs. And then when you get up, just essentially everything that you touch, if you're using just one pair of gloves, just have right. multiple sets of gloves. Oh, no, yeah. Like, I see a lot. What I do, I put the gloves on when I get out of the car and then yeah. I take them off. Once I get back in my car, like uh, I have my bags like set and I have a hook I keep in the car. I just hook all the bags together and bring them all inside. Yeah. And I sanitize everything. That's smart man. Uh, but yeah man, hopefully this stuff I know the virus doesn't live, can't survive in the heat. So hopefully summer will See, do something and <laughs> that that's something that I've been hoping for, but I am a cold person. I, I hate the heat. I prefer the cold. Like right now, like it's cold. It's windy. This is my kind of weather. But this is the weather this virus thrives in. Exactly. And the funny thing is, we're in the middle of spring. It should be hot. We should be in the 70s, 80s in California. It's like, what is it, 60 degrees outside with some light, 63 degrees, and it's going to rain today. You know, we we talked about gloves and everything. Um, we talked about your classes and you know how everything's going. How how has your routine changed pre-pandemic to now? So pre-pandemic, I wake up six in the morning and go to the school's gym because I would open up at six in the morning. So I would go work out. I would have class at twelve. Go to class. Um, I'd be done with class by four o'clock, maybe six o'clock. And then go to the gym again. Um, obviously, I would eat food in between there. I'd go for a hike, go to the park, just live life how it was. Isn't now, it crazy how all those things are now like super hot commodities? 
Like we took yeah. stuff like that for granted. Like, oh yeah, going to the park. Eh, it's whatever. But right now it's like, I wish I could go to the fucking park. <laughs> what about now? During the pandemic, what's what's your routine like? Nothing. <laughs> There's literally literally nothing I can do. Um I don't want to go out, obviously. I barely can work out. I literally only have ten pound dumbbells and I can say I can do a hundred push ups straight up. It's literally all I can say. Uh, obviously I play video games and kind of getting sick of that because I'm not a streamer. I literally don't do anything. Uh, and Warzone is just a stressful game and I get angry even more. Yeah. Obviously I can't go see my girlfriend every day now because you know, she don't live in the area no more. Right. That That's just me. How about, how about yourself, Ryan? Me, I, I do absolutely nothing i (laughs) i wish i could say more i i record a podcast when i can when i have guests available or if i um if there's a topic something breaking that happens i'll 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 talk about it uh i started uh resident evil 3 and i saw it great great gameplay thank you uh that that's basically all i've been doing because it's it's uh, it's tough out there and i mean you gotta buy groceries so i'm only going out when i need to because it's i mean this this pandemic is no joke i i remember i remember before everything went to shut down um i would joke around and say nah it's this is just the flu everybody's just freaking out and then you know once we start learning more about this virus you're just like damn stay yeah. your ass at I home mean, it's a new strain of the virus yeah. and um of course if you want to read or not read but if you want to listen to a previous episode of the open couch definitely go check out um the covid19 episode where i do discuss a little bit more about the um the coronavirus and at the time it was not a pandemic now it is uh but i <laughs> i remember some, that <laughs> i think some of the uh the information there is still relevant. Um, you, you come into you, and that one, didn't you say like, oh, it wouldn't like be a pandemic? You come in the next day of work, it's like, oh man, it's a pandemic now. It was literally two days after I recorded that episode and that it was published that it became a pandemic. So I was like, well, shit. <laughs> and it's it's funny because I, I thought it might, and I and I prefaced it prefaced it in the uh, in the episode saying, you know what, this is this is what we know as of today but this could all change in a matter of a couple days and two days boom it's a pandemic guys (laughs) run to the hills (laughs) but it's crazy man it's interesting it's it's crazy um some people still don't think about it uh as serious as they should uh there was um, there's a video released by vox um i want to say today basically explaining how many people compared the coronavirus to the common flu. And although I did the same and said, you know, the influenza virus is, is, is very similar to the coronavirus, uh, the coronavirus is a lot more deadly. From the um, Vox video that I watched, uh, we were looking at, or they were looking at infectious rate or the r naught value of, of the um of the virus and they were giving other examples to uh 
to show how severe it was. So um, the, uh, the first example they gave was the Zika virus. Every, everybody remembers the Zika virus. It uh, ran yeah. kind of rampant in Brazil and whatnot. Um, that one has, you know, an R naught value of three to three, uh, three to 6.6. So that means it can infect anywhere from three to six people. Yeah. Looking at it being a 6.6, they kept it at, at six, where, um, you know, the, the, the flu, the, the flu we get every year, you know, get your vaccine and everything, has mm-hmm. an r naught value of 1.3. So that yeah. means every one person has the potential to infect one more person, where COVID-19 has one of two to three an R naught value of two to three. So for every one person, for every two people you interact with, and you're say you're a carrier, boom, you have it. The R naught values are pre- pretty slow, and all, uh, not pretty slow. The R naught values are pretty small, and they do have similar symptoms. You, you know, fever, cough. Um, for both, occasionally you get body aches and fatigue, and yeah. diseases kind of lead to pneumonia, which is where it becomes fatal in a lot of people. Um, everyone's saying that's that's why you know you shouldn't really worry about it. You'll you'll work it off. You'll you know it'll pass. Give it time. But I feel like that's something we're doing to calm ourselves to not yeah cause... freak out over how serious this thing is. The thing that I feel a lot of people don't understand: there is no immunity at the moment because this is a completely new virus so no one has uh no one has um, no one no one's immune to it yet once no. once you get it you get it and you know you come out of it you recover you're fine you have uh, uh, you have You've experienced it yeah you have the experience however those people are being studied to see if they can find any way to get that immune factor from them since you know their body yeah. beat it let's see what they have exactly the and, one thing uh, that you know it's just crazy yeah the one thing again that fox pointed out was if if say one person was to affect, infect one person after 10 people or 10 interactions with people you're looking at about a total of 56 people infected from one person. Exactly. Theoretically. However, then if you go and look at the, um, the COVID-19 infection or how you infect people, uh, you know, 10 rounds of interactions, you're looking at over 2000 people getting infected with COVID-19. That's, like as much as you want to say, okay, yeah, this is this is like the flu. It, it's not. It's an its infection rate is ridiculously yeah. high. Yes, statistically, this thing is nothing like the flu. Oh, and yeah. the crazy the the craziest shit about this is all this could have been prevented or downsized at the certain thing. So like both here in the U.S. And China, both. I would say, in my opinion, unpopular. In my unpopular opinion, I say, the Chinese government failed its people, like tremendously, because the doctor who discovered this, they shut him up. He caught the virus and he died. And he told 
Chinese government, Chinese government told them to shut up. And then same thing with our government, you know, they're like, hey, um, this is going on in China. Do you think we should uh, worry about it? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, just put it off and look where we are now. Yeah. The, in my opinion, it, it's all, it's all political. It's oh, yeah. all just to, to population make population control, population money. control, just to make yourself look good. I mean, uh, Xi Jinping, the president of China, sure as hell doesn't want people to know, oh yeah, you know, uh, there's, there's a shit ton of people dying and we're not doing anything because nothing's, nothing's really happening, but it is. Same yeah. with our current administration. I don't really agree with them. I'm, I'm not a leftist. Um, I have my Me own neither. views, but exactly. like, I feel like they, they handled the situation horribly. We knew about this in December, but we only start implementing things in March. That's, that's, we could have started self-isolation in January and we would have probably been done by this, done with this already. Right. Or close you know, to being done. Or close to being done, exactly. Just throwing out another thing. John Hopkins on March 29th posted a chart that basically shows how much, or just to show the difference of how the flu is different from COVID-19 death-wise. Yeah. Um, 2017 to 2018 was one of the largest deaths the flu had caused. We had over 60,000 people die that year that year so from the end of 2017 to the end of 2018 60,000 people died now is that in the from u.s the or is that worldwide no this is just in the u.s this is from the cdc okay. and from john hopkins just just in the u.s 60 60,000 people died as of right now just i'm assuming it doesn't it doesn't give a date but to the present day in the united states COVID-19 has claimed 34,000 people. Now, we are in April. That's four months in. If we continue with, you know, breaking quarantine, uh, not paying attention to local government and local regulations, say we're, oh, well, this was, yeah, let's just say 34,000 and multiply that by three. Four months, 34. That's a th 102,000 people that we're going to lose just this year if we don't. In the U.S. In the, U in the U.S. I, I want to reiterate, oh. in the U.S., 102,000 people in the U.S. will die if we continue to disregard the quarantines, the self-isolation, and not washing your hands. I mean, yeah. that just shows how city. serious this is. People don't don't care. They 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 think, um, they just think they're immune. They think that's not going to happen to them. And unfortunately, that's not the mentality people should be having. You know, uh, you should be exactly. careful. You should be like mindful because just because you don't get it doesn't mean you won't be a carrier to somebody else. Exactly. The um, the one thing that was like really surprising was a news report, and I, I can't remember from what city it was. People ignored the state's issue to stay at home. Their, their state-issued quarantine, they broke I think that to was go Florida. to church. All the spring breakers. Oh, to go to no, church. No, no, no. These, these were older older people. They, they went to church. Mm -hmm. And, like, 
you know, if you believe, good for you. You know, I'm, I'm not really going to put out my religious beliefs on here. I'm pretty sure whatever deity you pray to will understand you not going to church for a big event. It, it's Palm Sunday today in, for the, the Christian faith. And people were going to, to mass. They were going to sermons uh, to celebrate this. And God, I, I saw this clip. This, this reporter had a mic on a stick. Well, not it was like a boom mic. He was holding up. Yeah, yeah. And he was just like putting it towards the person. He's like 10 yeah, feet away. And, and he's asking her, why did you choose to break this quarantine? And she says, because I'm covered in Jesus' blood. I am not going to get the coronavirus. And she oh said, uh, he, he asks her again, you know, you were in this room with so many people. Aren't you worried that you're going to infect someone else? Well, I'm not going to get it because I'm covered in Jesus' blood. Well, first of all, lady, that wasn't the fucking question. <laughs> the question was, exactly. are you going to infect somebody else? Are you not worried about anybody else? And it just absolutely baffled me how moronic this person was acting and she went out and ranted with pride oh i go to walmart i go to costco i i go and do all these right but wouldn't you be worried if you infected somebody else well i'm not going to get it i'm covered in jesus blood thank you you know what she sounds you know she sounds like you know what she sounds like? She what? sounds like Kenny Copeland. You know Kenny Copeland? No. All right. Kenny Copeland's a, sca- a preacher that scams people. And he was just recently on a YouTube video uh, for his service. And he streamed. He's like, coronavirus, be gone. Coronavirus. Jesus said, coronavirus, be gone. It is gone. I was just like, well, well shit, buddy. Uh, I don't think it's working. <laughs> I saw, I saw, okay, I didn't know the name, but I saw the memes, and uh, <laughs> that, that, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure they were, I don't know, they were probably related somehow, or Maybe. probably tied to the same faith or whatever, but Jesus, Maybe. man, it was, it was surprising, like, you know something is serious when the Pope himself comes to the Vatican and says, Easter is cancelled. There will be no mass. Do not go to mass. Like, oh, yeah. there, there's a lot of devout people out there. And, you know, kudos to them for, you know, believing and going to mass and whatnot. But this this is not something you want to risk to go see whatever Lord and Savior you believe in. You know, this is something exactly. where just stay at home, please. Yeah, stay at home. Much. And some some preachers in some faith, you know, they're smart and they're doing everything on stream. Facebook Live, yes. Instagram Live. Yes, Thank you can do that. You can yes, do that. That's, that's exactly right. Use technology to your advantage. This Just focus on staying home. If you're going to do like a, an online sermon or whatnot, use technology to your advantage. Live stream it. If you live stream it, record it, screw it, do whatever. Like you said, Facebook Live, Instagram Live, getting sort of back on topic please ladies and gentlemen boys and girls stay at home don't uh don't go out if you don't need to um don't go out if if you're a gamer don't go out and 
You can buy a game online. I'm PlayStation's having a spring sale, fifty percent off, sixty percent off on. Every, everyone's having games. a everyone's having a spring sale. Like uh, PC gaming side, Steam is having a sale. Epic Games is having a sale. Um, you know, there's websites where you can go buy digital games, and they're ready to go. Personally, I'm 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 a physical kind of guy when it comes to video games i prefer to have the case the disc the cartridge whatever i i prefer to have that but in these trying times you better believe i digitally downloaded fucking animal crossing you better believe <laughs> i digitally downloaded uh resident, resident evil 3 evil. uh i'm not one going to support a company who's putting out their associates on the front lines and saying, use a garbage bag or use a, uh, a bag to take the person's credit card and money and cash uh, to pay for a game, a used game that's worth $4. Like, no. I want to thank all the essential workers, you know, people that work in yes. fast food, people that work in grocery stores, warehouses, fire department, yeah. police department, the hospitals, all the nurses, doctors. It might not mean a lot from it might not mean a lot coming from us, but I want to say thank you guys. I I agree. I second that. All these essential workers out there, like you guys are the true ones. Like you guys are the new front line at the moment, keeping all of us safe and what we can do is be there and make sure that we are staying inside, not making their jobs harder. If you if you order takeout and someone delivers it to your house, tip them well. Tip exactly. them well. If just, just tip them well. Treat them right. Please and thank you. Please and thank you go so far. And I, really do. I have not heard it recently. And it really sucks. It really sucks. Yeah, it really does. Well, thanks, man, for dropping by. If, you, if yeah, I could say that. Yeah. Uh, but right. yeah, everyone be safe, wash your hands, wipe your butt, you know, be <laughs> smart. Awesome. Well, guys, thank you for stopping by on this episode. Thank you for tuning into the open couch. And don't forget, there's always an open spot here for you. Take care, everyone.